Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delt and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. All right, welcome to a series of sort of a quick 10-minute podcasts. We're going to talk about all sorts of things DevOps, and we're going to make these very basic. So you should be able to pick up any of these podcasts um, at any point in time, learn a little bit about the technology, uh, and be able to go start doing some interesting things with them. So uh, Jonas Roslin, welcome. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. So uh, in this first one, we're going to talk about Git and GitHub. So what is what are those two things? So... Git is a um, a tool essentially that you use for um, source code revisioning. That might sound uh, a bit intimidating when you look at it. Um, when you look at uh, source code and uh, the way you maintain it, um, you want to make sure that you have different versions of it, uh, so you can go back and look what uh, what we created before if something breaks. Um, you can also look at who was responsible for a certain thing, so you can go ask that person. Uh, why they did uh, a certain thing a certain way, or maybe even uh, help have them help out and kind of um, write new code. Okay, so um, it's basically GitHub. A, it's like a, it's like an art. It's like a a library of of all the code you've written. It's got all the history, who's committed it, what time, and it, it's sort of a, an ongoing running, uh, keeping track of all of your software software code. Exactly. Good. So that's Git. What is GitHub? So GitHub is a um, uh, an online site, github.com, where you can store this code in um, this revision manner. So you have different revisions of your code, different versions of your code. Um, you can collaborate on your code using GitHub as a so-called central repository for all the code that you have. Okay. Uh, a ton of open source projects are currently using uh, GitHub as their main repository for everything that they do. Okay, so it's the online sort of SaaS version of keeping track of all of your code. Exactly. Okay, now talk to me about the interaction between uh, Git, which um, in some cases can be an application that you run on your laptop, and GitHub. So Git is the tool essentially that um, takes care of handling all the different versions that you have. So if you run Git on your laptop, you would probably uh, do something that's called a clone of a repository on GitHub somewhere. Let's say you wanted to uh, play around with some code. It might be a website. It might be a Python project. It might be a Ruby project. And you want to play around with it and kind of try it out. What you usually do is that you do a Git clone to get all the code down to your laptop so you can actually play around with it. Um, so that tool is essentially cloning everything that's on GitHub down to your laptop so you have access to it. Okay. When, uh, when you've done that, you can then play around with the code and you can make changes if you want. And if you want to publish those changes, you use Git the tool to publish those changes up to GitHub again. Okay, cool. So, um, so I, want to, I want to play around, I want to write some new software, or I want to modify some software. I go out to what's called a, a repository or sort of short for a repo on GitHub, yep. pull it down, cloning, and then, so I've made some changes or I've done some new things. I want to push it back up into GitHub, into the central repository. What's that called? What's that process? So usually what happens is that you uh, create something that's called a pull request. 
Um, this is the the um, proper manner of showing that you have something to contribute to the repository. Uh, you want to show off that you have created something. It might be a bug, fiz, bug fix, might be a documentation fix, uh, might be that you added some new feature or created something new. Um, and when you push that up to the central repositories, you create something that's called a pull request. That is a request to pull in your code that you have created into the main repository so anyone else can uh, see what has been created and collaborate on the stuff that you have created as well. Okay, so uh, I make these changes, I do a pull request. Does that automatically mean that my software goes into the, the previous software? No, it doesn't. There are, um, that would be really bad because that would mean that everyone, uh, anyone rather, uh, could make changes to a large project out there. So there are always moderators on projects that approve or deny these pull requests. Uh, it might th be that they are not um, good enough yet. They're good, but not good enough. So on GitHub, uh, when you create a pull request, you can do commenting. A lot of comments uh, are in these pull requests where you discuss what the changes are, uh, how they're made, maybe um, some improvements on the code before it's actually merged into the main repository. Okay. So there's a, there's a sense of sort of policy and control and oversight to make sure that somebody doesn't put malicious code out there. They don't potentially introduce new bugs, or they may have tried and solved the problem a certain way, and the moderators who are kind of overseeing the broader project can start a conversation about, is that a good way to do it? Is there other ways to do it? And so forth, right? Exactly. Okay, cool. So uh, so I think we walked through, we've got Git, which is a, a set of tools that people can run on their laptop and so forth um, that keeps track of all the software. You've got GitHub, which is a central uh, repository, managed repository, SaaS application that runs on the internet, um, has a set of both public repositories, and people can also make things private, right? I, I don't have to yep. show everybody my software. Exactly. Um, we talked about making changes to the software, um, doing this funny thing where you push the software, but that's called a pull request. Mm -hmm. um, and then we talked about merging that software uh, at the right time into your other projects. Now. Um, so, so that's great. I have, you know, a, a way to, to sort of go from individual developer into a, a broader project. What about once that software is sitting there, what kind of other tools interact with Git or GitHub to then take that software and make it usable for people? So there are, there are a bunch of different integrations and I think we'll cover some of this in later podcasts as well. Uh, there are a ton of different integrations in GitHub um, where you can use tools like Travis or Jenkins to automatically build the software to make sure that it actually passes all the tests that you've created. Uh, it might be that you want to compile a certain thing and you want to test certain output from that compiled binary. Um, that can all be done automatically using tools um, um, and continuous integration and continuous uh, deployment tools like Travis and Jenkins, for instance. Okay. So beyond just a lot of times people go, well, you know, there's other ways to publish software. I think one of the, the important things to kind of get across to people is the reason so many people are, are moving projects to our GitHub um, as opposed to something like SourceForge or some other, you know, way of distributing software is not because of that 
site per se. I mean, there's a lot of neat things that GitHub does, but because of all the tools that are written around it. And so you, you get into this sort of lifecycle management of what you do from developing software to testing software to deploying software. Exactly. So there, there are a ton of different integrations into different tools like build tools, deployment tools, code fixing tools, reporting tools. And I think that's, that's the real strength of GitHub. Sharing code is great, but you can do that on pretty much any website. Um, but all those integrations and the ability to collaborate on different projects make it so much more powerful. Okay, awesome. And the nice thing about Git and GitHub is, you know, Git's a free tool. Uh, you can run it on basically any platform, Mac, Linux, Windows. So anybody who wants to get started can use it. If you want to learn a little bit about GitHub, you can go out to the GitHub site. There is a ton of free training as well as online simulators to actually test out something with your software. And, and like you said, you know, maybe some of the easiest things for people to do to get started is, you know, you don't have to necessarily write a new set of code. Maybe you're not sure, you're not confident in it, but make a bug fix, make a comment, make a, you know, there's lots of ways to A, engage, but B, just make sure you understand how to use the tools, right? Yeah, uh, everyone benefits from good documentation and bug-free code. Good. All right, well, we're going to stop there. Um, hopefully that gets people started with, with Git and GitHub, and we're going to build on these podcasts with a lot of different things. So um, thanks for listening, and uh, look forward to the next podcast. Bye.